In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's meant to be a party. Today is meant to be a party. We've had to get used to having our parties remotely in these past weeks, our gatherings in a virtual rather than actual way. But this is meant to be a party, and I wish you were here to share with me in it properly. Because this is the birthday of the Church, this Feast of Pentecost, this 50th day after the resurrection of Jesus, is the day when the Church burst from the womb of the upper room, was expelled with wind and flame from a locked-down space into an open and expectant world. This is a great day of celebration, or at least it should be. In the cathedral, we'd usually be having our Pentecost cakes after the Eucharist, a birthday cake for every month of the year, and we'd be gathering round whatever cake was appropriate for our birthday, meeting others, sharing with others, celebrating with others. But obviously, we can't do that at the moment. As the windows and the doors blew open, as the wind and flame empowered the apostles, no one at that moment quite knew what the church would be like. How could they? We gather round a cot, looking at a newborn baby, and look for the hints of what they might eventually look like, who they might look like. He's got your eyes, she's got your nose, but we can't really imagine, we can't really know. The people who were outside, hearing good news in a language that they could understand, thought these men were drunk, didn't know quite what to make of it. What does this mean? was the question that they asked. We heard Peter's response to them. They weren't drunk. But they were filled with a spirit, the spirit of God, inebriated with joy. And Peter speaks to them in the words of the prophet Joel and says, Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. We're preparing to be reborn. We're preparing for the lockdown to end and for the next stage to begin. Our experience this Holy Week and Easter, which this feast day brings to its conclusion, has been strangely informed by our shared experience of lockdown. It's been as though in many ways we've been with those disciples in the locked-in, locked-down space. And we've discovered that Jesus breaks into those places as he did in the gospel with words of peace and a presence which brings hope. But what will the future hold? The crowds in the street didn't know what the church would be like. At that moment it looked wild, reckless. It took time for the church to take shape. 
Church has looked so different during these last 10 weeks. We've kept things going and there have been many and real blessings along the way. But it's not looked quite like the church we know, not quite like the church we love. It's been, to use the language that the Church of England has been using for some years now, a fresh expression of church, a fresh expression of cathedral. To be honest, I don't know what the church will look like in the future. All I do know is that it won't look quite the same. This experience will have changed us. It has already changed us and it will change us again. But we shouldn't be afraid of that. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Pentecost is active and playful and adventurous and we have to be filled with that Spirit. We need to be men and women of vision and dreams, the young and the old. We have to breathe the new air of release and burn with a desire to be the church that God wants the church to be. Peter, in his letter, which we heard from in our second reading, speaks of the gifts that the body, the church, the gifts the church has, which enables it to be the church. But one thing is true and will remain true, that whatever shape the church is in, when we get back to the new normality that awaits us, we will be one body, and that body is Christ. Black and white, male and female, young and old, gay and straight, one in Christ, a beautiful church. Jesus stands with us today, my brothers and sisters, and says to us, peace be with you. And with the gentleness of breath, breathes like a sigh the Spirit into us. John Donne, in one of his poems, Batter My Heart, speaks of the ravishing reality of God and asks, knock, breathe, shine, and seek to mend that I may rise and stand. God will bring us to new birth in this new reality. The church will be the church, for the church always looks like Jesus. But we have to wait and see what in fact that really means. Excited? I hope so. I am. For that is the excitement, the exhilaration of Pentecost. That is what it means to be born. That is what it means to be reborn.